welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. Hello. Hello. So we realized we forgot something last week. Yes, we did. We we forgot (laughs) that last week was our 50th episode. We should have done something last week for that, um, but somehow we have realized this week that... (laughs) That's so crazy that we've done So now we're on 51. (laughs) It's actually almost been a year since we started this. So it's really cool. So thank you all for tuning in. And for those of you who, um, yeah, just give us great feedback or send in questions and stuff like that. Um, We're so thankful for this little community we're building here. And because we've done 50 episodes, um, we wanted to do a little giveaway. So um, if you will rate and review our podcast, take a little screenshot of it. And then send it to us on Instagram. You can DM us on, at Laurent Collective. Um, if you're not on Instagram, you can look up our email on laurentcollective.com and send it through to that way. But take a screenshot, send it to us. Do that before the end of April. And we are going to put all of those names in a hat, I guess. We'll have one of the kids yep. draw it out. Um, and we're going to send you a free mug of your choice from our website. So whatever design you want, um, you can have and we'll send it to you. It doesn't matter where you live. I guess there may be a couple places that might be more difficult now that I'm thinking about it. But we'll try and find a way. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely try to find we'll a try way. We'll try to find a way to get it to you. Um, so, yeah. So we just wanted to say thank you all for listening and, and give you a little something for it, too. Yep. Uh, but today, yeah, today we wanted to talk a little bit about um, living in a small space and just what that does to you. And for us, it brings us joy. So we yeah. just wanted to share a little bit about that. So yeah, yeah. So so to put some context of what we mean by small, because I know that will mean different things to sure. everybody and depending where you live and things like that, that also changes it. Um, but for us, um, we live in a thousand square feet with five people. So us and our three kids, mm-hmm. um, we have never lived in a house that has been bigger than 1200 square feet. True. Um, even when we lived in the States, our house was that size. It um, might've been a little bit bigger than 12,000. I guess the garage, we counted the maybe, garage because we had a two car garage or garage. Or garage. Yeah, <laughs> um, so we did have that. I think I don't know. Does that count? I don't remember how they do it in the States I mean, when you have a garage. I mean, it's still square footage. But, but yeah. anyways, our living space was not more than 1,200. Um, yeah. And since we've been here, we have not had a garage or anything like that. No. So, no. Um, let alone very small outdoor spaces. So, um, yeah, it's it's a decision we made a while ago um, to stay and live in a small space. Um, we And I say that when we're calling that small and realize yeah, that there really are people in the world that, like, their whole family lives in one room. Um, yeah. And it might be 300 square feet or something like that. So I want to put in context, like, probably in the Western world, what we're living in is considered small. But I realize that, yeah. you know, in context. I mean, there are places here in London that are probably just a room that people are oh, renting. Oh, no, yeah. they totally are. <laughs> so, they completely are. But um, for us as a family of five. Yeah. This is, so yeah. Um, we thought we'd share of like what we have. I mean, what we why we find joy in it. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, we do sometimes have a lot of we do have people ask us like, what's that like? How do you do that? Um, I think even somebody somebody even commented recently about a photo that you posted about 
is that your washer in your kitchen oh yeah um, that's just a European thing in that general. That is a European thing, but um, it's just, yeah, that was just like funny. our clothes like, wash. Yeah, our like laundry. it's all in there. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's not. I, I will say there are places we've looked at a couple houses to rent that there True. was a separate place where that was not in the kitchen, but I, yeah. that's very rare. Yeah, it's usually in most the of it's either in the kitchen or close to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it's because it just needs to be near the plumbing. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the biggest the biggest thing we have learned um, is. Um, Living in a small space brings you joy because it's you can only feel well. I mean, I'm sure people can. I've, we've seen True. stuff. People can feel stuff we with a whole it. lot of stuff, we but choose we choose yeah. that the idea is like less stuff, less worry. Yeah. And I think what we have found with that and what that means is for us, um, it it comes down to like if things come into our house, something has to go out. Because mm-hmm. our house only can fit so much stuff, um, and we don't want to be living with piles of things everywhere and stuff like that. We want to like be able to like find it a restful place and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it means if something comes in, something goes. If yeah. there if there's not space for that thing. Yeah, and I think too with with just even that if if something is coming in, something needs to go. I think the the bigger thing is is we really try to make sure that the things that we're bringing into our home like have value and because. And, and that they that they mean something to us or that they serve us very specific purpose that we use on a regular basis. Um, I think we definitely also have rules in our house where if certain things aren't used in so many months, like, they go. is it time for them to leave the house? You know, that kind of thing. And so, again, I think when you live in a smaller space, at least for us, we've we've created a system where, you know, things that we want around us and 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 that we're using on a daily basis um, have a certain value to us, like that means something to us in mm-hmm. some ways. So. And you learn to be creative too. You know, like I think of um, just kitchen stuff, let's say kitchen appliances and things like that. Um, you know, we just even had a recent thing I, I, you know, like I think in the States, because we probably did have a garage and I think we had, we had a bigger, like a, a pantry. That's not really here either. Yeah, um, some houses have pantries, but I would say the majority don't. We had a pantry where I could store, like, I, you know, I had like a slow cooker and I had this appliance and that appliance and that appliance. And even though I only used them a couple times a year, it was okay that they were in there because we had the space for it. Mm-hmm. Whereas here now our kitchen, that is, you know, one of the smallest parts of our space. Um, and I don't have storage for things like that. So it's like, like, um, you know, what can you be creative in using if you want a slow cooker plus you want a pressure cooker? You know, there's things like the Instapot and mm-hmm. I want, you know, but again, like, am I going to use it that much? I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I wasn't using the slow cooker. We did have a slow cooker. Mm-hmm. I wasn't using it that often, only a couple times a year, but I realized I would use the Instapot and I've already used it more than I think I use the slow yeah. cooker. And um, we have friends that gave us an Instapot. So it's things like that that makes you really think of like, can I, do I need this thing? Um, and I constantly mm-hmm. am looking at what we have and like, have I touched this and used this in the mm-hmm. past year? Like, is this actually something that needs to be taking up space in our kitchen? And yeah. um, we only have enough plates that pretty much get us through a couple of meals um, or to have, you know, a bigger meal with a bunch of people over. And then we've got to fill the dishwasher, which is always very well, it's also yeah, very cause, small. Yeah, because our dishwasher is small. It, we do we run the dishwasher more than we probably would have in the state. So, you know, almost after at least probably two meals or through a couple of meals we are running the dishwasher just because it's very it's Have smaller that, yeah yeah it's, yeah so i think again and uh, like you were saying too like with the instapot idea like 
if something can serve a multiple purposes, like that's a good thing as well. Like you look at things in a different way as well. Like, oh, well, if that can do this or that and, or like even like our coffee table, like it can split into a couple different things that then you can move around the room and use them in different places or. Or we t- and- I did the other day, took the one little, it's like nesting table. They took a nesting yeah. table outside with me on the balcony instead of having a whole other table out there. And that kind of, or it's also, um, you know, we don't love our sofa, but the sofa we have, like you can pull up and there's storage inside of it. And so we're mm-hmm. always looking for different ways like that. Cause where do you put your extra sheets and your mm-hmm. pillows for when the kids have sleepovers and, and things like that. Yeah, um, and you, you also, I don't. think about how much of that I also, we had walk now again, while we still only lived in 1200 square feet, a, a lot of that was like, we had three walk-in closets that were a significant size. And so like we could have a crazy amount of towels. And for some reason we acquired a crazy amount of like sheets and bedding and stuff like that. And then when we've moved to this space, um, you know, and moved to London, it's like, oh, well, yeah, maybe we need one extra sheet mm-hmm. to be able to wash the other one and put that one on. But that's all we need. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, there have been occasions where we've run into things if people are sick and stuff like that. Where we're like, oh, there's nothing. But again, that's rare. That kind of mm-hmm. stuff is rare. So it just has made us look at those kinds of things differently. And I think we go, um, a question sometimes people have is like, how do you handle that with your kids? Because I mean, let's just be frank, kids somehow like (laughs) multiply the amount of stuff stuff. you have. Um, And so we just have a process where we involve our kids. Um, You know, I've done the mistake before of going through their stuff and getting rid of it without (laughs) their involvement. And that does not go well. Or them finding it in the bin and you're like, they're like, wait, why is that there? The bin or it's in the box or it's in the bag to take to the charity shop. And they're like, why are you giving this away? Um, Where if I involve them and say, let's go through your stuff together, it's funny how quickly sometimes they're like oh i can get rid of that like you want to get rid of that and i'm like having an attachment to it um but they um when they're involved with the process it's just like it's different they they are willing and they see Mm -hmm. you know oh yeah i don't need that that stuff or i haven't played with that in a really long time and that kind of thing um and yeah, sure. I mean, there are what kid doesn't say they constantly want more stuff and that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and I think too, our kids have different personalities. So like, I would say two of them like all the stuff. Yes. And need all the stuff. And <laughs> need is used yeah, mostly. And want. <laughs> that they create all the stuff. And then there's another one who like is the most minimalist person I've ever met. And barely. <laughs> has a blanket on his bed basically so we're like do you um, want to hang a poster on your wall he's like uh maybe like (laughs) i mean he just yeah he's very much yeah he doesn't need much or the other one has like something on every shelf in front of every book and things like that and they're all stuff he's created so that's great but yeah it it is funny how just even their personalities but but i think what's good too is even with with the two that are much more like i can't get rid of that i really like that stuff like even with Veda, like recently, she had a ton of different like dress up clothes and stuff like that. Mm, and like she yeah. just didn't fit in some of them anymore, which was really hard for her because I know she really liked that stuff. Okay. Hard for me, too, because such good memories of her, you know, in those things. Um, she's getting bigger. I know. And they were like huge on her when she got them. And now she yeah. can't even get them over her head because they don't fit. Um, and so just even though even though I knew that and knew like she cannot wear those anymore, they mm-hmm. won't even work. I still involved her and said, let's go through your dress up clothes. Let's see what fits and what doesn't. And when she could acknowledge like those don't fit, she was like, yeah, let's find another kid to give those to mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So again, involving them in those type of things um, is super important. Um, you know, it used to be um, 
uh, you know, people would give us like hand-me-downs of clothes and things like that. And it might be like clothes we won't use for three years. And I had a place for them in the attic of our house in the States. Like we don't have that space. So again, if somebody's mm-hmm. like, I have hand-me-downs, I'm like, well, like, are they for that somebody's going to be in them next year or mm-hmm. in three years? Because if yeah. it's next year, I'll keep them and I can find a space. But, you know, um, yeah. and I would say that's another thing too. Um Living in a small space, um, again, we're saying this for the spaces we have lived in, but, like, mm-hmm. our storage space is very small. Like, the previous okay. house we lived in had zero cupboards. There was no closets. Um, yeah. This one is much different that we're living in, but it also makes you then be creative with how you do things. Um, you can't have – I mean, I don't know how people have a ton of clothes um, yeah. and that kind of thing. So you end up having a very, like, minimalist wardrobe of stuff that you mm-hmm. actually are going to wear – and things like that because you just don't have space to put all the mm-hmm. extra stuff that you're not going to use. Yeah, so you really learn how to have like staples of things um, that you can interchange and use in different things in different ways. And I think too, I think um, with all of this, right, like, you know, whether it's, you know, we're going through things with our kids or looking at our clothes or whatever, like it having a smaller space allows you to figure out ways to organize in a really like i don't know not precise is not the right word but it's just like a place for things yeah like everything has a place like everything has a place everything has um it fits somewhere you know and so again you know if there's something that comes in like if my you're like hey i i would love a new pair of trainers like great like one of my pairs is gonna go that's that's something that you know that you need because your current ones have a hole in them or whatever like that. Um, so then those are going to go. Obviously, that makes sense. Those are going to go because they have a hole in them or something like that. But, you know, if you're like really wanting a, a shirt or something like that, I've always seen you go, okay, well, if I'm going to get that shirt, then I need to take something else out of my closet. Um, because realistically, it's not going to fit. Yeah. And so, you know, that shirt, the other shirt that you've had for a while, just goes to the charity shop mm-hmm. and somebody else can use it. So yeah. I think, again, it's just... I think once you get into that mindset, it really is actually, it ends up being really easy. Um, And I think you can do this stuff too, if you live in a bigger space. Like I think that, um, but, but there is something that forces you to do. Well, I think if we would have had this mentality in our first home, like, oh my gosh, we could have had a totally different way of organizing the whole house and like use the space in a more like you can maximize the space in such a unique way so yeah and and i think because we don't we've chosen not to fill our our spaces with a ton of stuff like you know we can we can move this if we're having a lot of people over we can move the sofa we can do Mm -hmm. like we can extend our kitchen table and we can like be creative with how we have our spaces and stuff like that too whereas if it was filled to the brim with stuff we wouldn't be able to move those things and be more mobile with those and Um, i think too and i think it's easier to clean (laughs) well it's easier to clean but to go back to even the organization thing you know when we were able to have people in our home like uh like visitors and things like that um that someone to stay with us, then it makes it really easy. Like if yeah. we know where everything goes, everything. So then when that person comes and stays with us, it's really easy to like create a space for them. Like, and we've and even had people live with us too in these yeah. homes uh-huh. um, that we've had seasons of people living with us for a couple of months and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's worked like it's, yeah. we've put Veda in the room with the two boys and it, uh-huh. you know, and it's worked for a season and everything. Um, or when people do come and stay with us, we don't have a dedicated guest bedroom. And so Veda's room, she has a bigger bed. Mm-hmm. And that's where the guests 
will stay. And then she, you know, we have something, you know, for her to stay with the boys and things like that. Um, or again, like our sofa is a pull-out sofa. Um, and those, so it's again, using the spaces creatively and, and going back then to the easy to clean thing, like the majority of our houses, you've been able to plug in a Hoover vacuum Mm-hmm. Um, in one place and vacuum the whole house. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit different in the current house because we, we have so many levels. And yeah. so you do have to unplug to get to the next level. Yeah. But if it weren't for that, we could do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something about that. I think when I think about that, I'm like, oh, I mean, we can, and we've said this, I think when we were talking about how to help your kids or how to get your kids to help do around chores, the house, yeah, yeah. Um, our family can knock out cleaning our house in one hour. If all five well, of us, I mean, maybe an hour and a half, depending on well, depending everybody's on motivation. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's we've done it in an hour if everyone's yeah. motivated and not complaining because yeah. they still complain. But at the same time, because things have its place, things you know we because we don't have a ton of things you know or the things that we have you know mean something like it is really easy to put things back mm-hmm. and especially like trying to create a system where in the evening it's like a reset you know we reset the house in a sense. Um, so then when it is come time to clean it, everything's kind of put away. So it's just really just doing the cleaning part. You yeah. know, we don't have to like pick a ton of stuff up or move things here or move things there. Like it, because of, because of that, because we don't have a ton of stuff, it, it just allows that, that quicker process of cleaning for sure. I think, would you agree that like, it allows us to be, um, like, forces may not be the right word but it does it causes us to go out and about more um yeah now i say that and we've been in a season with covid mm. that we have not been able to do that and so we mm-hmm. were in our small space and it was fine yes yeah, there were challenges um you're but on it was top fine. of each other yeah exactly um but people still you know can go to a different room to be by themselves and stuff mm-hmm. like that um but i do think it makes us be like ooh, you know let's go let's go do something let's go mm-hmm. out and explore well i just i think what it does for us is it creates a it creates a um a tendency or a i don't even i don't know it just it allows us to be more i don't know i i want to explore more because i don't know i mean i love our home i love the new space that we're in um i love being here and i love relaxing here and resting here but it also is like allows me because we have a smaller space it allows me to think of the outdoor space as more of like ours as well because we can just explore and do things i don't mm-hmm. know if that makes any no. sense yeah but does. i think it just it uh it, it allows i think being in a smaller space really um encourages you to be out more mm-hmm. in some ways yeah so but again it doesn't mean that we don't feel like we're we um that feeling of home and stuff yeah like, no, we totally no, have yeah. that feeling even though it's a small space um and and i think you know um what it does is it does force you to be together, which is a challenge. So I say yeah. that where that comes with Most both days. sides of yeah. the things that sometimes, you know, especially, you know, one of our kids is super extra or extroverted and the other one is super introverted and one is in between. Um, and so when that comes, you know, the extroverted one just wants to talk your ear off and the introvert mm-hmm. just wants to be by himself, but then is followed around, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's going to happen no matter what space you are, but it's not as easy to like mm-hmm. shut off other people. But because of that, it also does force us to even just be in the same space, even if we're not like 
talking and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. one person could be reading a book over here. One person's doing this thing, that thing. Like we're still in the same space. And there's something about that feeling of just being in the same space, whether or not you're actively engaged in conversation mm-hmm. or not. That just, yeah, it, it makes it feel like a lot like home. And it makes, I, I will say, it makes me feel like closer to everybody. Yeah, Again, I even if we're not actively doing something that's like family time. I think relationally it creates a, uh, at least for us, it's it's created a relational bond that i think would have looked vastly different Mm. if we were in a bigger home um you know it does force us to be like one of our our new in our new place right now like we have a space where the kitchen our sitting area and where we eat is all in the same spot um and so most evenings you know whether whether maya's cooking or i'm cooking or jude's cooking or whoever and then you know, Zane might be studying or he's working on music stuff or whatever it is. Like he's at the kitchen table and then maybe Veda's playing on the couch or, you know, and then we have like a sitting bar area where there, where you can cook. And so like more than likely almost every night we're all in that same space, like together, like you said, either doing stuff together or we're all doing our separate things, but we're still together. So there still creates it, I don't know, it just creates a fun atmosphere to interact with one another, to engage with one another. Even if we're all doing separate things, mm-hmm. there is still an opportunity to build a relationship in that um, in that space. So, I, yeah, I love it. Because I think, again, it, we could easily, I think, you know, being in a bigger space, you could have easily... Like always been in, you know, one of us could always be in the kitchen go creating, corners. Go, you know, and creating f- dinner for the night. And then everyone else is, you know, in there, this room or that room or whatever. And so we're all separated mm-hmm. where I think being in a smaller space creates that opportunity. I mean, yes, yeah, some days it's Doesn't pretty, it's, always- <laughs> it's pretty rough, you know, but other days, like there's just some really cool magic, fun family things that happen. So I think, yeah. Well, and I think too, um, it doesn't hold us back from hosting other people. Mm-hmm. So like we said, we've had people live with us, but then we have had in some of these spaces, we had one time where we had 60 people in our house um, mm-hmm. for a meal. And that sounds like, what? Like, let me clarify. They, were, be creative they were not all sitting at the it. same table. Yeah. People were sitting on the sofas. People were sitting on the floor. We had like pulled chairs in different places. Mm-hmm. The kids were upstairs watching a movie, I think. And like we had put a, a your laptop or something down there mm-hmm. with, and they were eating on the floor with a blanket, like a picnic style. I mean, it takes creativity, mm-hmm. but like we, we still can do it. Like it still worked. I mean, rarely do we have that many people. It just so happened that Thanksgiving was a very popular Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and everyone wanted to come. I think we've said this before that, but like people are really fascinated by Thanksgiving yes, here. So, so that's one reason. Everybody um, want to experience but, it. But I mean, in all of our places, we have been able, again, pre-COVID and now that we're able to do those things, we're not out of COVID. It doesn't exist. No, able to do no. those things um, <laughs> more and whatever level people are comfortable with and stuff, um, we've totally been able to host things and, and the kids can still have sleepovers. We normally mm-hmm. only have one kid can have a sleepover at a time. 
which probably would have been our rule before because that's way overwhelming to have that many anyways. Um, you know, Zane has had, you know, 10 of his friends over mm-hmm. and they've hung out and it's been fine and that kind of thing. And so I think um, I think often we think like, oh, you know, I grew up in an area where you had basements and like that's where you went to your friend's house and you hung out in the basement and stuff like that. Like we don't have a space like that. Mm-hmm. We don't have a space where, you know, that can be happen. And so if Zane has his friends overs, overs, over, over. Um, um, we usually tell him like, if you don't want your brother and your sister in space, just come and tell us and we'll get them occupied in something else so that you guys have your own like mm-hmm. time. And same with each of the other ones with when they're having friends over and stuff like that too. Or we have the same rule when we have friends over, they're like, Hey, mm-hmm. you guys are part of this for a while. And then it's bedtime and we're mm-hmm. hanging out with friends. Like it's adult time now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it still enables us to host. Um, it's somewhat easier to host because, there's not that much space. And so the house is easier to keep somewhat organized Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So you don't feel the pressure um, of that kind of stuff of having it look a certain way. Um, So yeah, it doesn't keep us from um, hosting and that kind of thing. And so it does just, it it brings us, and I I don't know if I would have ever said this when I had this vision in university, maybe of like what I wanted to live in and stuff like that. But since our experience has been in living in these smaller spaces, um, yeah, it brings a ton of joy. It just yeah. I think, has an I th- ease to it a bit more. Yeah, I think I think that's a great way to say it. Like I think it just it allows headspace to be engaged in other ways instead of being focused on like the maintenance of your space. Mm-hmm. The uh, you know I I don't know for me that's just kind of that's such a huge thing. Uh, you know I do miss having a little garden or a yard or whatever. But at the same time, like, I don't have to mow. I don't have to make sure weeds aren't coming up or this or, or that or whatever. Or telling us how you have a mowed Yeah, <laughs> like, I think it's just, you know, there's there's a simplicity that comes with having a, a space that is smaller, that fits your needs. Um, and it's easily maintainable that then allows you space to, you know, be creative, you know, doing um you know certain things and being creative with our kids or you know having people over and just being with them rather than feeling like we have to worry about our house or what's going on there or here or whatever i don't i think it's just it creates a, a you know like a less worry a le- less stuff less worry like we said in the beginning less stuff less worry so We'd love to hear from you guys on this. Um, I know we have people listening that live in all kinds of different sizes of spaces. Mm. And so we'd love to hear um, from you and your perspective too, whether you live in a small space or you find a ton of joy in having more space. Yeah. Um, Mm. There's no like judgment there and stuff like that. Like we have very good friends that they've chosen to live in larger spaces and they, and they have so much joy in that and the reason why they've done that Mm. and stuff like that. Um, So yeah, so we just wanted to share, you know, why why we found joy in living in a smaller space. Um, but we'd love to hear your stories too. And also, do not forget, um, we'll keep reminding you, I'm sure, in the coming episodes, but don't forget to rate and leave a review um, and screenshot it and send it to us and you will be up for a free mug. We may, we may give away a couple. I'm not sure how many we're giving yeah, away yet. Yeah, so know that your definitely. name will be put in it and who knows how many we'll decide to give away um, at the end of the month. So thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. See ya. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Laurent Collective Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week.